Welcome to Upholding Matters, a podcast devoted to talking about what matters. Now, I was raised to believe that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness were things that mattered. And certainly they are the unalienable rights that Jefferson wrote about in the Declaration of Independence. We will talk about how to uphold them, how they hold us up, and why that matters. Welcome to Upholding Matters. I'm your host, David Paul, and today is a special show by virtue of the fact that it is the 75th anniversary of D-Day. That was yesterday. Today carries into the next day, but it was D-Day all day. And there are still World War II veterans that are able to come. I have met some, at least one for sure, at our local Veterans and Memorial Day celebrations, remembrances really. I mean, I celebrate the bravery and the heroism and the just the story of America. You know, you think about D-Day and I've seen today some new footage, things I, I never saw before film of guys jumping off of ships and taking the beach and climbing the mountains, the dunes there, the cliffs, whatever we would call them. And it's, I don't know, you know, who would do that today I guess the same brave soldiers that are in the army. And it is an amazing thing that men and women do this for their country, realizing that it could cost them their lives. But that event, and, you know, some of the stories I heard today were kind of neat too, because everybody had that old World War II veteran relative or friend, my own mom's husband, he was a World War II veteran from Japan, and he, of course, like all the other stories, never talked about that stuff. And I think there was some horror for him because there was some beach clearing, and he had to go to the Pacific Theater because he was German and they didn't trust him over in Germany. Or, you know, I mean, that's the precaution, at least. But he, he did some stuff from other people I know that did know, you know, bayonet fighting. It's, my God, you're burning people alive with flamethrowers and bayoneting them. And it's really brutal stuff. But Omaha Beach and all up and down France and the Germans, they had years to prepare for this, to defend, to dig in fortifications and machine gun nests of an Incredible damage. And I hope most of you had a chance to see Saving Private Ryan because that movie opens on D-Day and people just being obliterated with this machine gun fire. And still they took the beach and, and really saved the world because Hitler's war machine, had it not been stopped, would have succeeded in his plan to conquer the world. The United States was next. He had to get England, along with all the rest, and backstab the Russians. And, and he was going for it. And he had a chance, and at least everyone in the world who knew better thought he did too. 
I mean, my God, this is a serious threat. An industrial nation that has been for 20, 30 years preparing for war since the humiliation of the First World War. And so there's all these dynamics. And that's what our European alliance, NATO, is really all about. Because after the First World War, there wasn't, you know, League of Nations or whatever the heck it was. But there wasn't an effort to say, hey, together in strength, we'll make sure this never does happen again. And that is what has happened right up until these times. You have more stuff out today, what Michael Flynn lied about. Some of these transcripts were unsealed. And basically, basically today, it was learned from these documents that the day after Barack Obama imposed sanctions in December of 2016, before he left the presidency on Russia for their election interference, and he kicked out Russians and closed their embassies. And Flynn had a conversation with their Sisliak or ambassador, whoever this guy is. And now, mind you, American intelligence is picking up all these calls as they go. So they know what's going on. They're hearing this stuff. They're going, whoa. Because this is just part of the whole thing that I'm going to get to her, Elizabeth Warren. I'm kind of excited. This was her week, her week to make sense. And she had some forums and uh, what do they call them? Town halls, took questions. And, you know, she's got very specific proposals she was the one that was supposed to head the computer uh, consumer watchdog agency. You know, Obama made that, and then that got all scuttled because the Senate, Mitch McConnell, he wasn't a fan of hers. I saw him today say that on TV from a clip. And then she just went out and became a senator. So it's fun. They're replaying a clip from that town hall, recent town hall, where she talks about the Mueller report, having read it back to back over a day or two, and coming away with three conclusions. The Russians interfered in our election. They tried to change the system, number one. They tried to change the outcome in Donald Trump's favor. Two, Donald Trump accepted that help. And three, then has done everything in his power to prevent the investigation from going forward. So, including firing James Comey and all the things he says and does that are really pretty scary. You know, undermining to what we're trying to uphold, this great country. So, Elizabeth Warren, go for it. And I tell you, on a day like this, one of the few things I can find to make me happy is that the motto is up to 530 million. And, you know, that might be sad, but that would be the best thing I can find in this day, other than remembering. You know, that's how you make America great again. You remember back to when it was. And it still is. Don't get me wrong. It's just that our president goes out of his way to, I'll have to dig deeper into some of these things. I saw a lot of things from his 
interviews and stuff. He's sitting with the French president. And God bless him, he looks like an imbecile talking about Omaha Beach. I don't even know if he mentioned it by name. The D-Day landing is one of the great spots in the world. And when people think of great spots, that's about the tops of the greatest. I, I don't even know what he's saying. It's, it's senseless. And he's sitting there talking to the president of France and the Queen of England had a go around with it this week. He brought all his adult children who have nothing to do with diplomacy or U.S. foreign policy on the visit, and they all took pictures right in front of a sign in Buckingham Palace that said no pictures are allowed to be taken. It's right in the background of the Trump family portrait in Buckingham Palace. It's, it's mind-boggling if you think about it. But I do have to say that I'm changing up the program. There's been some concern that there's too much commentary. That wasn't what it was supposed to be. And, you know, everybody's got an opinion. And we'll get there. We'll get there. What I try and do is be a voice for people that want to remember that America is worth upholding. I'm not sure who my audience is, but I think over time it'll change. I, I saw James Corden on uh, the late show with Colbert. I still want to call it Letterman. And he was talking about how his show got started and no one would take his calls and come on the show. And then there was a break and Mariah Carey came on. And after that, everybody wanted to do it. And it was fun and the concept was sound. And that's kind of like this show. We're going around and we're trying to put together a format and gain an audience and really say insightful things that help everybody remember what we're doing. We're trying to get through this crazy time in our country and keep it together and keep the world together. We're really here trying, desperately, desperately trying to uphold what matters. Welcome back. So today turned out to be, and this is a reminder, check your schedule more regularly. Really, uh, what happened was I needed to exercise and I'm sorting a lot of things and repacking and uh, moving so that I can have better use of space. So there's a lot of activity and I thought I had a day. And it turns out, this is one of the live 
recording. I can hear water. It's my dog lapping his bowl. Oh, and that was him shaking. So I don't know if you can hear any of that, but it's just intriguing that that would be the time. So here we go, part two. And today wound up being Celebrate America with Thunder, and it's a Target day where you cruise around with your headers off and you make a lot of noise and you celebrate America. Now, sometimes it's a little too loud, these kinds of events. I'm always up for celebrating America. So we got to do that today, and I have a nice post, and we got to meet some people, and my wife helped me maneuver around because it gets difficult, in crowds especially. So yeah, Celebrate America with Thunder was fun. And meeting people and celebrating America, and it really wasn't too loud, I guess. I missed the loud part because I do remember events like that where it can get pretty loud. And that is cool if you can prevent it from not becoming too loud. So before I forget, last night I talked about Elizabeth Warren and I saw a piece from the James Corden show and he's the Late Late Show. And he was talking about, well, he had on uh, Scarlett Johansson who's in the uh, Avengers movie and the Hulk, forgive me. I don't know his name off the top. I am, you know, I'm sensitive about my Hulk and I'm sensitive about my thing. And I have never felt other than Lou Ferrigno playing the actual Hulk, that the Hulk was gotten right. So, and the thing, you know, it, that's my thing. But we celebrated America with Thunder, and I wanted to bring you up on a couple of more uh, of the local stories that are intriguing. We had an event I was able to go to it's the uh, Sheriff's Department settlement agreement with the Justice Department for being better people. And they measure them, and everybody's satisfied with the measure, and they get 98, 99% compliance with all the little things they're supposed to do, you know, like be courteous and those kinds of things. So... That was very interesting, and but it was lightly attended, and some other ones in their side of town seemed to get a little more traffic. There were some excellent uh, lemon cakes, like little bitty cupcakes. They were so good. And, you know, you can eat too much of that really quick. But it, it was an open forum, like, you know, there was a presentation and then a discussion. And... The questions came, like, about the mayor, our Mayor Rex in Lancaster, and what he's doing with the private police force. And I found out that my friend, and there's a really, really inside story, but um, Joe Fender, he's a detective, and now he's the lieutenant. He's the second in command at our station. And him and I go back. 
And he has been put in charge of being the liaison between the sheriff's department and the city to see if they can, you know, both help the plan and understand it better. And I mean, it's really up in the air because you remember I've talked about this in previous shows and there really isn't a way to have two people out there with police powers arresting people. You know, feds can come in. We've talked about that and stuff and they have broad jurisdiction. But I don't know if two police entities have been put in the same vicinity and asked to have joint similar powers. For instance, if they only do things like uh, code enforcement work, they cannot, you know, not see a felony in progress and act appropriately as a police officer. So, but we've been over this. But my friend, Joe Fender, he's the guy I learned from this meeting that he's the choice to be the go-between between the city and the sheriff's department and you think to yourself, well, whoa, how could that happen or work? You know, they're really trying hard, the sheriff's department. And they are like about 22 sworn officers off of their contractual agreements for, oh my goodness, it's probably four or five years. And it was, you know, I don't know if it was ever perfect. And let me throw in the part with James Corden. I got off track on my thing thing. But the guests, Scarlett Johansson and the Hulk from the movie, they were asked, and I didn't see the movie, so there's been some spoilers that I just don't allow into my mind. But when they say, who can pick up Thor's hammer? Maybe he dropped it. Maybe he lost it. I don't know. I'm not spoiling it. But they leave you with that impression. And when James Corden asked them, who can pick up Thor's hammer? They both said Elizabeth Warren. So please forgive me. That's the end of that story. And it just tickled me because they showed a graphic of her in an Avengers uniform like a Thor holding up the hammer. And I have always been... Well, you know, I've always been eight years Elizabeth Warren fan and wondered why she didn't run for president last time. And now here she goes. And that's her thing. She's got a plan. I have a plan for that. That might be the slogan. But it's fun because seeing her in that hammer, and her name's Elizabeth, and I'm a big Queen fan, not only the rock fan, but any Queen Elizabeth. You know, you have to love the queen. And uh, so that was great to see her holding up the hammer. So also at the meeting with the Justice Department settlement information, one of the questions was about the mayor, Rex, being on TV and posting on Facebook saying that citizens have to learn to defend themselves implying or leaving the implication, that was the question someone from the audience asked the sheriff's department team, does that mean that we should just, you know, take matters in our own hands and everybody get a gun? And 
So they, they batted that around a little bit. But this is always legitimate. You have to protect yourself. And the pain and this is the despair and the disillusion and the possible snaps and we're coming into the heat and people do crazy things and there's a lot of fear of homeless and all sorts of, it's just fear. So that was the question. Should we arm ourselves or rely on the police? Can they protect us? And they offered to help and continue to help. And it was pretty good. And then the one poor woman, her daughter was killed in some sort of gang violence and she's a Spanish speaker. So she needs an interpreter and there's a lull in the story and her daughter died. That's painful. That's incredibly painful. So I think there was marijuana involved and she's, and again, there's a translation lag and problem, but she's mad that the city is engaging in the medical marijuana growing and the CBD oils that are so promising. And, you know, it's estimated it's a $20 billion business in a few years. So people are fighting for a piece of that pie and this stuff does not get you high. It's just medicine. But now see, here you are because those are the facts. And how can you tell this poor woman that? She looking to have something be responsible and if there was any responsibility, I'm not sure. You know, if we watched, uh, I'm re-watching with my boy, he's old enough, he's 19, and the Harold and Kumar series. So you remember I talked about how they fell into W's home in Texas and he brought out his Louisiana Kush and they partied and it yeah, was just funny as all hell. So now we have uh, next in that series, the Christmas one. And, and those are just very fun movies. And I enjoy their treatment of weed and the weed that gets you high and Barack Obama hired Kumar to work in his administration. So it's it's not the devil, and I feel bad for the woman. And to attack the non-psychoactive manufacturer of CBD oil, that's, you just can't even take that away from her. You almost have to let her live in that. And I just, you know, you project concern, love, empathy, hope, Good goodness, just project goodness. Because you know, I've seen her at meetings before and I didn't remember fully. And now I do, and now I remember that she carries this. And we all carry something. But, you know, I hope you've checked out that thing on civic religion on YouTube. It's inspirational because just like W told Harold and Kumar, you don't have to love your government. You just have to love America. And tonight we went out and we celebrated America with thunder. And we celebrated being Americans together as Americans. 
We're all here in this great country. And we will find a way. I hope you enjoyed 58. Mm-hmm.